It has been a week of turmoil, a time to pray for lots of things. In today's gospel reading, we hear Luke's account of Jesus' transfiguration, an event that took place while Jesus was praying. Hmm. Jesus believed in the power of prayer. That might be important. I used to think I was a terrible prayer. Prayer. It scared me. Especially when praying out loud or in front of a group of people. And you can imagine how equally anxiety-inducing it was when I went into discernment and on this path that I've been on, knowing that I was going to have to be praying in front of a lot of people. And I would think, I don't know what to say. What if I say something wrong? Why is this so hard? Finally, I decided that the only way for me to get over being afraid of praying was to force myself to do it every chance I could. I'm not sure I'm any better at it now, whatever better means. But I do know and believe in the truth of Romans 8. Paul says, The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. The one thing I had to get used to was simply to think for a minute about what was on my mind or in my heart and then tell it to God. Just as if I were talking to one of my friends or a member of my family, this is important to me because, or I need some help with, or gosh, I'm thankful for, It doesn't matter how large or small, significant or insignificant we think our prayer requests are. We pray because God has promised to listen. We are commanded in the Bible to pray all the time, pray without ceasing, to pray in private, to pray when we're together here in church. Just pray for whatever is on our hearts. And prayers don't have to be elaborate, poetical speeches. In fact, they really shouldn't be particularly formal or highfalutin. Just talk to God. He is, after all, our Father in heaven. But back to the transfiguration for a minute. Jesus is on the mountaintop with Peter and John and James Jesus begins to pray, and things begin to happen. The appearance of his face is changed. His clothes become dazzling white. Moses and Elijah appear and begin talking with Jesus about his departure in Jerusalem. We know Jesus prayed to his Father in heaven quite often. Other major events in Jesus' life occur while Jesus is praying. The heavens opening at his baptism, Peter's confession of Jesus as the Messiah, praying for his disciples in the upper room, and praying before his betrayal in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
Moses and Elijah appear in glory. Jesus appears in all his divine glory. Peter, James, and John are terrified. The glory of God is both an awesome thing and an awful thing. White clothes, clouds, radiant splendor, glimpses of the heaven here on earth. And then the voice. The voice of God speaks, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. That Greek verb for listen, akouyuo, akouyuo, might also be translated as hear him. Don't just physically let the words get into your ears, but hear him. In other words, pay attention to what is going on right in front of you, Peter, John, and James. Don't worry about building booths. Jesus, Moses, and Elijah are talking about Jesus' exodus from Jerusalem. And that departure will only come in the form of Jesus' death on the cross. Jesus cannot stay there on the mountaintop with his ancestors and his closest friends forever. They cannot remain in that euphoric state of God's glory either. Jesus knows the agony he must face, but Jesus also knows the glory that will come from it. And not glory for himself alone, but for all those who believe in him. One of the very last prayers that Jesus offers during his time on earth is near the end of John's gospel. It's the high priestly prayer, the one Jesus prays in the upper room with the disciples at the Last Supper. And we'll hear it soon enough during Holy Week. I love it especially because Jesus prays for us here today in that prayer. Father, I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word. That's us. There is plenty of the evil one on the move these days. I hope you will join me in praying for God to be with the people of Ukraine, to comfort them in their fear, and to protect them as only God can. I hope you will join me in praying that God will be with the transgender youth in Texas and around the country, that they may know that they are God's beloved children. I hope that you will join me in praying that God will be with teachers and students here in Faulkner County that they will know that working for truth and equity for all is a righteous endeavor. But we can't just pray for God to be with the good guys. Jesus also calls us to pray for our enemies. And so I also hope you will join me in praying for Vladimir Putin, that his heart might be opened to see that violence and aggression have no place in the way of love. 
I hope that you will join me in praying for the governor of Texas and the attorney general of Texas, that their minds might be opened to see that the power they wield should benefit all the people of Texas, not used as a tool against those whom they fear. And I hope that you will join me in praying for those here in Conway who would seek to make all things equal but not necessarily equitable, that they might see the value and beauty of a diverse, well-educated community. In Madeline Lengel's novel, A Ring of Endless Light, the mother says to her skeptical daughter, prayer was never meant to be magic. Then why bother with it, the daughter scowled. Because it's an act of love. Jesus knew where to go when things got tough for him. He knew where to go when his friends were in trouble. He went to God in prayer. We can take a lesson from Jesus here. We can listen to him. Things are tough. Our brothers and sisters are in trouble. Some of us may be in trouble too. While there may be more tangible things we can do, the very best thing we can do to help is go to God in prayer. It is an act of love that is never, ever wasted. Let us pray. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth that in your good time all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.